Welcome to Conversations with Inspirations, the Neurology Section Oral History Collection. My name is Britta Smith, and I'm the historian of the Neurology Section and your host for an interview with Anne Shumway Cook. Few individuals have the sustained and tangible accomplishments that have truly impacted the profession of physical therapy as Dr. Shumway Cook. For over 25 years, she has advanced our understanding of the physiologic basis for abnormalities in balance and postural control. She has used her research and scholarly activities to always address real clinical problems. This body of work has influenced physical therapy provided to individuals with cerebral palsy, Down syndrome, Parkinson's disease, vestibular disorders, as well as those at risk for falls. It was truly an honor to have Dr. Shumway Cook share with us remembrances about her career and her thoughts about the physical therapy profession. Let's go back to the Combined Sections meeting in Chicago, Illinois, and listen to our interview held on February 11th, 2012. So last year, the neurology section um, developed the Ann Shumway Cook Lectureship, translating evidence into practice. And we had a wonderful conversation about me and you and Kathy about your resistance to having that named after you. And you alluded to the uh, your what you talked about then a bit then uh, about nobody is alone stand on the shoulders of giants and collaborative. But um, I wanted you to have the opportunity to have a re your response, your thoughts related to this. Um, because you made really beautiful points, I think. And I, I still, my vote would still be to keep it named the Anshin Way Cook Lectureship. But um, because, because as Kathy said, your work has become synonymous. Your name, I mean, has become synonymous with this concept. And I speak as somebody who did not know you personally. So I graduated in 1994. So yet another step. Another generation. <laughs> and and in a large part due to your your book um, and, and, and your work that it is as though um, your name is no longer just the thing that your parents gave you. It, it, it is associated with this other thing. And that must be an awesome feeling to think that that might be true. So that is what I want um, to just have you comment on and, and, and have it recorded related to what your thoughts are about having something named after you. Um, well, I'm ambivalent. On the one hand, I'm thrilled and delighted that you named a lectureship after me. Who wouldn't be, for heaven's sakes? It's like I've been in the field for over 40 years. It's like... It's an incredible honor to have um, something named after you, particularly something for which you honestly believe your whole profession, my, the goal of myself in a professional role is related to that. Um, that translation of research and, and helping therapists to understand the relevance of research to their everyday practice. I am a passionate proponent of that, as you know. Um, and the give and take between research and researchers and clinicians, the importance of that. 
Um, so, of course, I am incredibly grateful and honored that this would happen. Why do I feel that it should not be named after me? And I continue to feel it should not be named after me. And all I can say is the same thing I said last year. We honor a path, not the person. So I believe the name of the lectureship should be Neurology Section, Translating Research into Practice Lectureship. And we honor those people who are committed to the same thing I am, which is translating research into clinical practice. Every one of us is, as a therapist, that's my experience, is all clinicians are, in fact, desperately trying to improve patient care any way they can. That's one of the things that unites us as a profession, which is why I'm proud to be part of this profession. That said, there are so many people who are leaders in the field of translating research, doing their best to translate research into practice. And I, I believe that it's important to honor the path, not the individual. And so, and, and I still feel that way. So um, I do, I feel that way. I believe that the, that, that the emphasis on an individual actually detracts from the emphasis on what it is we are celebrating which is therapists' commitment to translating research into their practice. And there are many people that do it. So I still believe strongly that it should not have a name attached to it. And that's not just my name. It could be any name, I would say. So I, I, I do understand what you're saying. And, um, and I remember walking with you at um, Three Step, and I assumed that... Dr. Ann Shumway Cook, known for her translation, was a fellow of the American Physical Therapy Association. Now there's an individual honor. In the neurology section, I found that she wasn't. And the neurology sponsored you mm -hmm. to be a fellow of the American Physical Therapy Association. Now, what did that mean to you when you were nominated and then awarded a, a fellowship as a Catherine Worthingham Fellow? What did that mean to you? That's an individual thing. Yes, You're and not going to give that back, are you? Oh, no. Okay, of course not. Just of course not. <laughs> I um, I was very honored for a starter. I I was really honored to be chosen as a Catherine Worthingham Fellow. There's no question about it. But I will tell you something truthfully. Maybe that honor doesn't mean as much to me as it might to other people. I'm honored to be in this profession. And that is sufficient for me. That's what you're not getting. I am part of a community of people that have supported me for over 40 years. And if I could say anything to therapists that are coming into the profession, it's that it's the sense of the fact that we are a community of people that are unified by our passion and compassion for patient care. And I am so proud to be part of this community. And that's what has supported me over the years, truly, more than any, any way I could possibly express is the, is the uh, support that I have gotten and the sense of community. So do you have a mentor, or did you have a mentor? Absolutely, I had mentors. Um, I'm a strong proponent of mentors and collaborators. I believe that we do um, learn much more by um, who we are fortunate to collaborate with. And um, one of the first, obviously, was Lou Nashner, 
He's not a PT, but no. he was a person who mentored me in terms of research. Marjorie Woolacott would have been a second person who was probably incredibly, um, terribly influential. Also not a PT, but helping me to understand the application of research to clinical practice. Both of those people were really, really instrumental for me. My, the collaborations I've had with Faye Horak really helped. Um, mm -hmm. The interactions and collaboration, though he did not, um, we never shared research, were my father. And my father was a physician, and one of his last talks he gave, um, I have a quote from his last talk, at his retirement talk, that I have in, had in my office. And he said, um, and, and I feel it epitomizes PT, frankly, I do. He said, uh, for man cannot live by scientific truth alone. It will always be relative, but a compassionate heart is the final and only absolute. And I believe that that's what physical therapy stands for. The science of physical therapy will change. What is unchanging in our profession is the compassionate heart and passion we bring to patient care. This is the end of the abbreviated version of this interview with Anne Shumway Cook. You can download the full interview on the main website to hear more stories about her professional collaborations, her early work in vestibular rehab with Faye Horak, and her visions for the future of the physical therapy profession. Thank you for listening.